everyone, and welcome to Trashy Divorces, where we are kicking off season 14 with a new Trashy Breakups. It's totally true. Hey, everybody. We missed you for the week we were gone. We're back with the Trashy Breakup. I'm Alicia. My name is Stacy. Stacy, I don't even know if you're ready today. I think I'm, I'm excited. not. You told me who you have, and I was like, oh my god, this is gonna go places. Big thanks to <laughs> Melissa O for this one. She did hero's work mm-hmm. on this really superiorly trashy breakup. Excellent. Who you good, got? Good research. Oh, Lord. All right. Everybody sit down. Today, I'm going to tell you about the trashy breakup of Elizabeth Holmes mm. and Sonny Balwani. Mm. Whoa. Now, Elizabeth Holmes and... Famous fraudster. Theranos <laughs> are names that most people are aware of. Mm-hmm. There has been a Hulu series, The Dropout, which has brought even more attention to the case of the Stanford dropout who fools investors as well as Silicon Valley into believing that she had an invention that would change the world. We now know it was just a fraud. For anyone unfamiliar with this story, Elizabeth Holmes founded a company she called Theranos, named in combination of using the words therapy and diagnosis Mm -hmm. in 2003. Her idea was genuinely good idea. If if it were achievable, it would be great. (laughs) In 2015, Elizabeth Holmes was named the world's youngest self-made female billionaire by Forbes magazine. Holmes claims to have invented the technology that could perform hundreds of medical tests with just one tiny, tiny, eensy-beetsy drop of blood. Yeah, I mean, if you've ever checked your blood sugar or similar, like, just imagine... That device, but you can key in what test you want. Uh, check my cholesterol. Check my uh, like. If, fantastic. Just scroll through the options. Like it's a hypochondriac's dream. This technology was supposed to make medical information easier and more accessible to people because they could go to their local pharmacy or superstore and just get the test and results available in a few hours. Hey, I don't feel so great, doc. Check my blood. Run me through the tests. What's wrong with me? Small problem. Mm, what was Slight that? complication. <laughs> the technology does not exist. Yes. Okay. That, that was the major holdup. <laughs> so for years prior to the enormous amount of whistleblowers alerting the Wall Street Journal, Theranos was defrauding their investors and making claims that are not just a little untrue, wholeheartedly yep. untrue. Patently false, yes. Giving patients invalid results, not just untrue, But lying about the results, because of the lies for those results, puts their health at risk. Those patients who believe they're getting real, it's pretty terrible. But it wasn't just a company involved in the scandal and the fraud. There was a relationship, a Uh, trashy, trashy relationship that beat at the heart of this too. (laughs) So when the secrets of Theranos were revealed, there was a very trashy breakup that ensued. Let's get into it. Elizabeth Ann Holmes was born on February 3rd, 1984, Aquarius girl, born in D.C., Washington, oldest of two kids. Uh, her father is Christian Holmes IV, and her mother is Noelle Holmes. Now, her mom, Noelle, had been a congressional policy aide. Her father worked at a variety of government agencies in D.C. before he becomes the vice president of Enron. Oh, God. <laughs> I just storied failures. I know you don't know much about this story. This is like, 
you kept this one kind of off your radar. I'm yeah. delighted to tell this story to you today. Family, naturally, Enron, moves to Houston, Texas, when Dad takes up his job with Enron. And all is great for a minute, but Enron, as we know, famously goes bankrupt after it has its own fraud scandal. Yeah, manipulating the energy marketing. <sighs> which causes Dad to lose his job, which naturally Weird. has a strong impact on Elizabeth. Do you mean people were once held accountable for things? That's Who, so strange. Yeah, Elizabeth had always been driven a very high-achieving child, and she sees Dad, for all of his good fraudster work, loses gig. It's tough. It's tough. Now, generational wealth is not unusual. This family's done stuff. Several generations prior, Elizabeth's family had enormous amount of wealth. Her great-great-great-grandfather was Charles Fleischman, who founded Fleischman Yeast. Hmm. believe we have some in the freezer. By the time Elizabeth is born, though, the family money is... Spent. Gone, yeah. But legacy and creation and founding things and inventing and being a player you can see kind of runs in the family. Yeah, the social strata and network and all that. As a child, Elizabeth is really interested in technology and has an entrepreneurial spirit. We appreciate that. (laughs) She hangs a poster up on her wall. That poster up on her wall is... Is it Steve Jobs? It is Steve Jobs. Mm -hmm. All she wants to be... Is Steve, Steve Jobs. Jobs. So as a teenager, she will start a business selling coding translation to Chinese companies and schools. And to further her ability to do this, she'll begin studying Mandarin, which leads to an opportunity for her to take college-level classes at Stanford while she's still in high school. Keep her at keep her as a high schooler taking Mandarin courses at Stanford. Okay. We're going to leave her there on the trashy breakups depot. And we're going to meet Ramesh Balwani, who goes by the nickname Sonny. He's born in 1965 in Pakistan. His family moves to India when he's young and eventually will move to the United States. Sonny attends the University of Texas, gets a degree in information systems. Sonny throughout the 1990s works in... Dot com, like everyone else. Yep. Sonny's a software engineer at Lotus and Microsoft Mm. before he becomes a partner and the president and chief technology officer of commercebid.com. When that company sells, Sonny walks with 40 million. Mm. Now, this is what you're really going to enjoy. Like every bit of your favorite stuff is wrapped up in this story, Stacey. Excellent. So when Sonny gets the 40 million... After, from his profits for the sale of commercebid.com, Sonny will hire an accounting firm, BDO Sideman, to help avoid paying taxes Mm. on all of that money. It's the American way. This firm helpfully arranges for Sonny to invest in a tax shelter, which generates an artificial tax loss of $41 million. Oh, poor guy. Oh, which off... Fictitiously, Just, it's poof mm-hmm. gone. Bad gone. investment. Wow. Forty-one million oh. offset is a liability that forty million of gains, essentially all but eliminating oh any gosh. tax liability for that forty million. What rotten luck! Well, the more rotten luck for Sunny is when the Internal Revenue Service mm-hmm. begins to uh. crack down on that practice <laughs> in two thousand four. I wonder what prompted that. Yeah, Sunny is forced to pay back millions of dollars in back taxes he owed in a settlement with the agency. Now, Sonny, not taking his defeat lying down, turns around and sues 
BDO, the accounting firm, claiming he had just been an unsophisticated person in mm-hmm. tax matters, mm-hmm. and that firm knowingly misled him. What meanies. Ripping him off in a way that saved him money right up until the feds realized it was fraud. Oh, fudge. <laughs> Rats. The, that suit was settled on undisclosed terms in 2008. $42 million. No, I'm kidding. Balwani will marry a Japanese-American artist named Kyoko Fujimoto, and the couple will settle down and live in San Francisco. They will split in 2002, but they don't officially divorce until 2004, 2005. It's, okay. a little, it's a little sketchy. Yeah, I think that's normal. Take some time. Figure out what you want to do. Okay. Now. Holy cats. Elizabeth and Sonny first meet in Beijing in 2002, when Elizabeth is 18 and still in high school. Sonny is 19 years older mm-hmm. at age 37 and also married. <laughs> I thought you were going to say in high school. <laughs> no, married. Married, married, mm-hmm. married. So both are in Beijing on a language immersion trip for college credit. Sonny is on the trip because he's pursuing his Master's of Business Administration at the University of California, Berkeley. The two apparently become friends when Elizabeth is being bullied by other students. And Sonny, the only adult among this group of college kids, stands up for Elizabeth. A friendship is born. The next year, Elizabeth Holmes is a freshman now at Stanford And now Sonny begins emailing her regularly. Now, Elizabeth, over her life, has struggled socially. At Stanford, it doesn't go much better. She's super intense. She's Mm -hmm. way more intense than most freshmen who are getting that taste of freedom. All Elizabeth wants to do is study and do some labs, and which I can appreciate. I was not that freshman. I wanted to take part in social activities. Yes. So Elizabeth and Sonny will stay in touch. And at 18, you know, when you begin seriously thinking about starting a company. At 18. At 18, Elizabeth goes to Sonny to discuss her ideas. And in fairness to her, because of that, and like, I'm sure there's a cadre of Stanford students who are every bit her. 100%. But yeah, having an older guy who was experienced in business as a friend like that, this actually all makes perfect sense. Well, during her trial, she will say this of the relationship. (laughs) So how does this go? (laughs) With Sonny about how those early days went. Quote, I understood he'd been a really successful business person and that he worked with Bill Gates in the early days of Microsoft. I talked to him about wanting to start a company and a company that I tried to build in high school and I asked for his advice. By March 2004, Elizabeth is now a sophomore at Stanford, and she decides to drop out to focus on her big idea. This big idea would turn into Theranos and the blood testing technology dream. Dream, yes. Elizabeth is understandably trying to get investors and collect money in order to get her big dream Theranos started. Mm-hmm. So the connection in this time... Yeah, she got big names. Collecting money, wants to start her company. During this time, the connection between Sonny and Elizabeth is strengthening. 
and the two officially begin dating. By this point, he's probably getting close to getting divorced, so that's good. So the two officially begin dating, which is fine, and part of their relationship was likely because of his Silicon Valley experience and his ability to invest in her idea. And the relationship moves pretty fast. By 2005, they're shacking up at Sonny's condo. As Elizabeth starts Theranos, Sonny remains behind the scenes. But he's a powerful influence in the decisions being made for the company because neither one of them make their relationship public. Oh, weird. It's a very big secret. Shh. Do we know why? Keep it secret. Keep it safe. They don't say a word about it to anybody. Wow. Okay. So, like... They end up working there together, right? With other... and Not at this time. He's behind the scenes. Such a weird dynamic. Okay. Okay. So Sonny advises her a great deal and is involved for years in Theranos prior to joining the company, which he doesn't do until 2009. So for four years behind the scenes, they're secret lovers, right? And he's influencing her, but nobody knows about it. In 2009, Sonny's brought on to be vice president and would eventually become chief operating officer of Theranos. Now, by all accounts, Sonny is an imposing and intimidating figure at the company. He is fiercely protective of Elizabeth Holmes and enforces the super strict non-disclosure agreements as well as the overall atmosphere of secrecy around the company He's like the aggressive uh, guard dog of all the secrets. Enforcer. Secret boyfriend. That's exactly it. Employees are definitely concerned about his role as he's stepping into his role and his role begins to change. And when talking to a source in the company, it becomes, quote, very clear to me that they were running this thing as a partnership and that Sonny was kind of the enforcer and Holmes's older boyfriend, unquote. So everybody kind of knows in the company, but, 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 the relationship's totally hidden from the board of directors as well as all the investors of the company. Small bit of unethical behavior there. Uh, I'm not Probably. sure if you know about corporations, but you normally need to disclose romantic involvement. But if you don't have an HR department, you don't got to say squat. If Sonny is your HR department. <laughs> I told him all about it. <laughs> uh, clearly, the investors should have been aware this is natural conflict of interest oh, yeah. territory. We're going to align our interests. We're going to take a break now to hear from our sponsors this week. Speaking of investors. (laughs) And then we're going to come back with the rest of the story. See you on the flip. Hi, everybody. I'm Katie Segal. And I'm Kurt Sutter. And welcome to our new podcast called Pi, People, Influences, and Experiences. Yes, it's sort of the uh, get to know you at a deeper level the who, what, when, where, and why you are, rather than what it is you do. Absolutely. We're not going to talk too much about what people do. We just want to know about their families, where they come from, you know, what shapes their parenting if they have kids, what shapes their marriages if they're married. 
We just want to be really nosy. We want to get in there. A deep dive into nature and nurture. And we started it because there are a lot of people that we don't know that we are curious about. Right. And I have no friends, so for me, it's, you know. Try like, to get them out of the house. Listen to it on whatever you <laughs> listen to podcasts on. Yeah, podcasts, your, homecasts. Your, 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 your podcasting apparatus. Watch it on the YouTube. He's aging himself. All right, Alicia, so we've got secret lovers running this gigantic company that actually can't produce anything. With a fantastic director of HR, Unbe an enforcer. Unbeknownst to investors and board members. Now, what, how does this all fall apart? Sonny is not popular at Theranos. The enforcer was not popular? Uh, he's not popular with the employees. He's not popular with the board, nor with the investors. Hmm. Elizabeth is definitely the face of the company, the spokesperson of the company. Yeah, she was she was a brand. I mean, uh -huh. she yeah, she's the image that they mm -hmm. project. Sonny, nobody likes him. He's also just for fun, so you know, not qualified to work at a medical technology company. He has zero expertise in blood testing. His undergraduate is in computer science. He has no biology. He has no med. Like there's, okay, but hopefully Sonny is in charge of the daily operations of the company. It's worth noting that Elizabeth Holmes also. It's not like she went to med school or has any background in research medicine either. So, okay, Sonny will use his position, being in charge of daily operations of the company, to criticize employees okay. <laughs> and create a culture of suspicion as well as paranoia. Wonderful. If anyone maybe says, hey, I have a concern about this technology that doesn't work. doesn't work or these test results that maybe aren't correct, they're quickly berated and blamed by uh, Sonny. So although he is wow. more, yeah, overt and domineering, Elizabeth has also been described as a charming bully. A, hmm. But secret lovers, she knows how he's treating employees, okay? So now you've got the two figureheads of the company, one public, one private, secret lovers. Nobody, except for everyone involved in the company, knows they're together, but nobody can say anything about it, and we get yelled at every day when we come to work, when we're like... When we note that the thing we're building doesn't mm -hmm. work. <laughs> when we observe reality, if we voice it. So it is not hard to imagine that the two of them, Elizabeth and Sonny, create a very secretive and toxic workplace environment. Employees are fearful and regularly threatened with legal action. Employees and departments, this is not great to do in a company, are siloed. And you're not allowed to talk to that other department. Mm -hmm. There are mm -hmm. makeshift barriers around equipment and labs so nobody could see what anybody else is doing when a it's terrible. Oh, it's yeah. The, this, yeah. Okay. When applicants come in for an interview, there's so much secrecy that the applicant is not even told what job they were interviewing for unless they actually got hired. Whew. Yeah. This is how you would make a Potemkin medical device. <laughs> okay. Wait, no employee is allowed to tell anyone that they worked at Theranos. Or put Theranos on their LinkedIn profile. Yeah, I have a job. I just can't tell you where it is. 
Strict non-disclosure agreements are required for anyone who even enters in the front door of the offices. You want to come in? You're going to need to sign this. If you dare speak about the company in public, you're immediately threatened with legal action. You're not even allowed to tell your family what you do at your job. And you are even given a list of helpful words that you're not allowed to say when you're describing your job. Let's think about it. This massive amount of secrecy I mean, this and is a, threat. It's, it's a cult, right? It is a cult. Is yeah. one of the major reasons why Elizabeth Holmes is able to perpetuate her fraud as long as it goes on. Mm-hmm. Because nobody's... It, this is not how to run a company. On LinkedIn, one former employee noted next to his job description, quote, I worked here, but every time I say what I did, I get a letter from a lawyer. I will probably get a letter from a lawyer for writing this. I know what they maybe spent their money on as lawyers, but the pair is so successful at hiding their relationship from the board and from investors that Henry Kissinger, who serves on the board, actually tries to set Elizabeth up on dates because he doesn't know that she's dating anybody. Wow. So he's trying to hook her up. Yeah, the astute eye of Henry Kissinger. Uh Uh-huh. Now, Elizabeth (laughs) later claims that Sonny had isolated her from her family. She will say, I saw them less than I'd ever seen them before, and I spoke to them less than I ever spoke to them before because I was trying to focus all of my time on the company. Sonny would get very upset if I was with my family. He said it was a distraction to the business. Now, this is the thing you're really going to like. The government will release some text messages that happened between the couple in 2021. This is when they're released. Amanda Seyfried, who plays Elizabeth Holmes in the Hulu series, will study these text messages between these two to help her better understand the dynamic of that relationship. So she can, she really did a good job. Good actor. I haven't watched it yet. So anyway, continue. So Amanda speaks with Vanity Fair and she said the text messages were, quote, (laughs) incredibly informative and juicy AF. Okay. She'll go on to say, the text really illustrated the dynamic between Sonny and Elizabeth so beautifully. There's no non-judgmental way to describe it. They were just so weird. (laughs) And we were able to put these conversations in the script. The only weird thing about it was that I was speaking things that were texted like, we will transcend. Some of it was really beautiful and heartbreaking and some of it was just wacky. And then I'm speaking private dialogue meant for the man she was romantic with and defrauding people with. It's also Twilight zone right? Okay, now in the text messages, Sonny Balwani is open and emotional about his feelings. Here are some of his texts. My love and devotion to you will lift your heart, missing you in every breath and in every cell. Tell me he's not a scientist. <laughs> World is so beautiful because of you. Sending my infinite love. There's no love for me like yours, which is why it's hard to breathe without your breath near me. Elizabeth Holmes, on the other hand, is a little bit less expressive and often responds to his messages of love and devotion and adoration with the simple ditto. Wow. (laughs) Sometimes she'll use his pet name for him, which is Tiger. But she's never openly affectionate or expresses love. The text messages that go back and forth 
Uh, go between personal sentiments and business updates in the same text thread. Uh, business messages sent. You should make yourself comfortable with financial models alternatively. I was thinking if it's useful to get some one-on-one -on -one time with Tony Robbins. BTW, most of the marketing and comms team wasn't here all day. Brooke came in for maybe an hour. Carissa and Jody no-show, and they didn't file PTO, as always. It is very obvious from the released text messages that there was no separation between the couple's personal right. and professional lives. This relationship will last for 12 years. Oh my God. 12 years. But as the pressures are mounting in the company, the relationship naturally suffers. The couple breaks up in 2016. So May of 2016, Sonny makes a big announcement that he is retiring from Theranos. And things were already at Theranos unraveling so much that him leaving the company was not the only topic of conversation. Theranos by this time, as well as Elizabeth Holmes, are being investigated by the FBI. <laughs> yeah, everyone. <laughs> the FDA. Mm -hmm. And an organization called CMS, which is the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they do that. So by 2018, it is well and obvious that Theranos is not capable of doing what it is claimed and that Elizabeth Holmes and Sonny Balwani are in a lot of legal jeopardy. In June of 2018, Elizabeth and Sonny are both indicted by a federal jury on two counts of conspiracy to commit wire fraud for knowingly distributing blood tests with falsified results and nine counts of wire fraud. During the trial, 2021, Elizabeth Holmes would say that a failed inspection by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services was the turning point in her relationship with Sonny. Holmes says, he wasn't who I thought he was, and I realized if I was going to fix the issues and allow the company to see through its potential, I had to do that without him in the company. During her trial, Elizabeth Holmes will claim that Sonny controlled and manipulated her, claiming he constantly criticized her. In her testimony, she will say this. He told me I didn't know what I was doing in business, that my convictions were wrong, that he was astonished at my mediocrity, and that if I followed my instincts, I was going to fail, and that I needed to kill the person I was to become what he called a new Elizabeth that could be a successful entrepreneur. She'll go on saying it was Sonny who insisted that she work seven days a week. Quote, he would tell me not to sleep much, eat only foods that would make me pure and would make me have the most energy possible in the company. She will also accuse Sonny of verbal, psychological, and sexual abuse during their relationship, specifically stating that sexual abuse would occur after the couple had fought. She said he would get very angry with me and then he would sometimes come upstairs to our bedroom and force me to have sex with him when I didn't want to because he wanted me to know that he still loved me. These allegations might not necessarily be too difficult to believe yeah. given the accounts of Balwani's personality and his behavior at the office that we have seen now. Mm -hmm. Okay, But Holmes' motives are definitely questionable considering that shifting blame to Sonny could possibly be a legal strategy for avoiding being held accountable 
and found guilty of the 11 counts of criminal fraud that she was currently being tried for. Naturally, these allegations are vehemently and fervently denied by Sonny Balwani. Sure. Sadly, both of them have shown that they are willing and capable of lying on a large scale to benefit themselves, as your lives have illustrated. So, I, in my opinion, I think it's nearly impossible to fully under to fully find the thread of truth in both. The truth is there somewhere. Ultimately, Elizabeth's attempts to shift blame were only partly successful because Elizabeth was found guilty on three counts of wire fraud and one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Lucky for her, though, she was released on bond until her sentencing, which is scheduled. James Bond. (laughs) Which is scheduled for September 26th of this year. Okay. She faces up to 20 years in prison for each count. Sonny Balwani's trial has just started in March, and he faces the same 11 charges as Elizabeth Holmes. He pleads not guilty, and his lawyer, Jeffrey Coopersmith, has released the following statement. Mr. Balwani committed no crimes. He did not defraud Theranos investors, who were among the most sophisticated in the world. He did not defraud consumers, but instead worked tirelessly to empower them with access to their own health information. Mr. Balwani is innocent and looks forward to clearing his name at the trial. I have seen almost no coverage of his trial. Whereas, her, again, she was the Hers public... Was plastered. But again, she was the public face and he was in the background... Secret lovers! Enforcing or whatever. For years! Like, have you ever worked in that company where you know that these... Like, and you... Everybody knows in the workplace, but the... uh, Well, the high-intensity... Trashy. Silicon Valley tech startups that are going to change the world. I mean, that's a different... Like, I've never worked at a company like that. So as a personal add-in, I have worked for that company. And I was the training curriculum designer, director for that company. And so it was my job to write curriculum to teach the people how the product worked. There was a particularly heated meeting one day where I was asked when my training documentation would be ready on this product. And for lack of not a better thing to say, I said, when you have a product that works the same way two days in a row, Hmm. I can write material about it. Hmm. That answer, funnily enough, didn't go over that well. Really? In a boardroom. No. Interesting. That's... I'm and not going to create fake materials on a fake product. Right. But you were at least allowed to tell people what company you worked for, right? <laughs> Didn't say it in here, did I? Did not. It anyway. Was, it was not Theranos. <laughs> it was not Theranos. Yeah. That is the trashy breakup of Elizabeth Holmes and Sonny Balwani, who is on trial now. Yeah, legal sitch TBD. As trash cans go, I'm going to go ahead and give it 11 for the number of wire fraud the, counts. The yeah, counts, that makes yeah. sense. That's yeah, the indictment. <laughs> you get 11 trash cans full of indictments. 22 full of oh, bl- 11 blood, each, maybe. blood test strips that God, don't yes. actually correspond to any data. Theranos is they're out. That is us. For this week of Trashy Breakups, we're going to be back on Sunday with two brand new trashy divorces mm. stories for you. Yep. Thanks everybody for tuning in. 
Thanks for coming along for the trashy ride. We adore you and your trashy hearts. In the meantime, pull on a black turtleneck sweater and get your voice real low. (laughs) I'd prefer that you put on a mask to keep yourself Mm. safe out there during spring break. True. (laughs) And wash those hands. Wash them up. Keep keep, keep your hearts trashy. That's exactly it. See you back on Sunday, friends. Bye. Big love. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacey and Alicia, with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at CarbonMade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram and definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at TrashyDivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at TrashyDivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at Patreon.com slash TrashyDivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear want to advertise with us reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information and last but not least come play with us on social media i keep most of our trashy divorces instagram hopping stacy and i share it up over on facebook including our trashy divorces podcast discussion group come join us over there and thanks again everybody for listening keep it trashy y'all